welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally inappropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers viciously slayed the Goatman and witnessed the sky cracking open, though the two may be entirely unrelated. After testing how many fantasy goat pieces and dwarves can be stuffed into a bag, the group decided to take the dwarf bodies and the goat man's head back to the clerics at the Temple of Knowledge. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. Coming right at you saying hi to all those lovely little chickens out there. <laughs> Shout out! You guys remember that? <laughs> no, I do not. Anyone have a flashback to the rockin', what is it, rockin' rooster or whatever? Uh, rock-a-doodle. Rock-a-doodle. There we go. I love I know the name. Movie. Hey, y'all. This is the Rule of Cool, an amazing D&D 5e actual play podcast. I am your terrific DM, Sarah. And today the boys are going to introduce themselves by um, telling me if they prefer sunrises or sunsets and why. Mess that one up, Jason. I'm thinking. It'll it'll come to me. (laughs) While you guys are thinking, I can say I am not sick. I'm a soccer fan who uh, yelled just a smidge too much at the game. My voice is not yet recovered. I am still in preseason form. Uh, hopefully by the next time we record, I will be in full mid-season, not needing four days for my voice to even sound this good. My computer just pulled up the restart in 15 minutes thing. Oh my god. Oh, uh. Taking us back in. Wait, hold on. I'm really sorry. Alex needs to restart his computer? <laughs> he he did have that pop-up that said he needs to restart. I mean, we should restart. probably just go ahead and do it now. I hit it for four hours, but this old laptop is a little uh, finicky. We'll see what happens. Okay. As as long as you're recording still. <laughs> Guys, just tell me sunrises or sunsets. God, it's not that hard. It's an or question. All right, all right, I gave you right. a multiple choice. I gotcha. I'll go first. <laughs> if you, I swear to God, if you say I live on a planet with two suns, so it's always both at the same time, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Sorry. Hi everyone, this is Adam. I play Chadwick, the Cleric of Light. Um, I think I would have to choose Sunsets, because who the hell wants to be up for Sunrise? The Cleric of Light? Shush! This is Adam speaking, not Chadwick. (laughs) The only time I see sunrises is when I stay up late enough at night that it just becomes morning. When you get to see the sunset and sunrise. Yeah. Did you? Alex says yeah. it. <laughs> it turned off right on cute. I'll be back in a moment. Oh, and it's, his face is just paused. It's great. Oh, no, it's gone. <laughs> we should have taken Poor a picture Alex. of that. Jordan. Cardi farted on live stream. Like, what the fuck? Yes. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't hear that? She apparently like was doing like a like an insta live or something like that and fucking farted. She goes like, "I'm gonna get real with y'all," and I think she put the phone back to her butt and farted. Did she did she change her Instagram account to Farty B after that? Uh, <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> There's Doctor Ian Malcolm. He's he's muted though. Just letting you know, Alex. Downtime, dead time. We should not ignore restarts. Downtime, dead time. <laughs> Computers hate us. Ooh. I'll restart. Why? I think everything's going fine. Hey, y'all. <laughs> this is the Rule of Cool podcast. A uh, cluster fire of technological problems and human Humans just being humans, my name is Sarah, your notorious DM, and 
Today, the boys are going to introduce themselves by saying sunrises or sunsets and why. Hi, my name is Jason. I play Vaughn, the uh, half-elf wild mage sorcerer. If I had to pick either of those, I think a set of sons would probably be good. I mean, I could probably like have a son and a daughter, but I'd, I don't know. I just I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do it. I need two sons. It's going to be much easier to deal with boys. That's, That's awful. That's not even funny <laughs> and atrociously sexist. It's extraordinarily true. Good yeah, job. like I I had mouth vomit there. Hey, Jordan's left the meeting. <laughs> I offended I offended uh uh meeting Jordan. My name's Alex. I play the character Reese the Lizard Folk Barbarian, and I prefer sunrises because that kills all the vampires. you guys know how i'm a big proponent like i try to talk about how good kentucky is right and you guys don't believe me yes well then they go ahead and do things like they did today where the article literally says the house unanimously passes a bill to make sex with animals illegal yay kentucky finally progress (laughs) i'm like why why do you have to make it so hard guys (laughs) I just want to tell people we're not so backwards here, but you're really not making it easy. Well, now it's illegal. So, (laughs) right. But it took till 2019. When I went to school in Virginia, there was a story about how it was like recently illegal to have sex with dead animals because some guy got around the law against sex with animals because the animal was not alive. Hey y'all, it's um, Jordan. I play the rogue elf uh, Sexy Paleus, aka Paley Z, and if I were to pick between a sunrise and a sunset, I think I'd have to go with a rise because the sun never sets on a badass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so Damn, corny. I could good. taste it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, last time, you killed a mergoat, you broke, you broke the sky, took some bodies back to town, and you guys ended right outside the doors of Temple to Myrtis. What you doing? Standing in front of a door. Should I get out my mall to knock? Well, we've already been in, right? Or no? Nope, not in uh, the Temple of Myrtis. All right, I guess I will knock on the door. You do so. And as you're knocking, the door just kind of opens itself. Wasn't fully closed. Is it like real slow, like a coffin opening, like... Yeah, it goes... All right, everyone do your... (laughs) 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 Okay. Hold on, I'll look back at at, uh, Reese and go, the vampires might be here. A little bit of... uh, (laughs) A little bit of foggy smoke spills out of the door. It's dark inside. I'm just leaning in and tell uh, Adam, don't tell him that. Well, I'll be like, have you ever met these people? They're weird. Vampires? Yep. They follow the death god. What do you you think they are? Misguided people? I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know, but I'm totally going to stab like the first one I see. Well, don't do that. He takes out a steak and holds it. Is it a like a wooden steak or like an, a piece of an animal steak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take out a a nice cut off goat steak, like a a cut of meat. Okay, doors open. <laughs> Smokes, smoky fog is spilling out of it. It's dark inside. I will touch my shield and cast my light cantrip on it to okay. illuminate the dark and uh, walk in. Everybody else follow behind him? Yeah, I'm following him. Yeah, I'm following him. You walk in. You walk through what f- those of you who are magic casters would probably recognize as magical darkness Ooh. for Ooh. about, like, five feet. And on the other side, it's just a very normal, boring-looking church <laughs> that doesn't have fog or darkness. And you just you just see a very plain-looking person... Um, Almost sackcloth quality uh, robes on, carrying a pot of flowers, putting it on a table. So I'd like to point out that my light canter did absolutely nothing then. I go into this magical darkness and it does nothing. Yeah. Okay. 
So the moment Reese sees this person, he runs over to him and grabs him and then holds the stake to his heart. The goat stake. I will be right behind him. The person drops the pot of flowers. It breaks on the ground and they're just staring at you wide-eyed and be like, uh, hello, uh, can, can I, can I help you? You have urgent business with death? Oh, I think you do, you fucking vampire. I, I'm going to say, like, um, please, uh, I apologize for my friend here. I'm going to take the steak out of his hand. And I'm like, it's it's custom in his um in his uh, culture to offer meat to people he meets. That's it's kind of a play on words, but he doesn't really understand. Um, meat to meat, I'll get it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, he does get euphemisms, but um, anyway, um, sorry, he was so forceful. We're actually here to. Um, I'm gonna motion to uh, Chadwick to uh, bring the uh, wait. Who who actually has the bag of holding? Me. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna motion to Chadwick to bring the bag of holding. Um, we have um some things that we think that you um you need to take a look at with us. Oh, and I will <clears throat> take the bag of holding and kind of like turn it upside down and just kind of shake a little bit. Get, so get the bodies no. to fall out. So <laughs> the goat bodies fall out, and the other bodies. No, fall out. no, that's not actually. I'm gonna no, no. do it first, but nothing's gonna come out. There's only dwarf bodies inside. The goat bodies are in my bag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't reach in and get them. So I'll I'll pretend and shake, and nothing will come out. And I'll be like, oh wait, hold on. <clears throat> and then I'll put it down on the ground. I'll reach in and I'll pull them out one by one. And you go, Akio, dead dwarf. No. <laughs> what does Akio mean? He, the practitioner of this um, temple takes a look at the bodies and goes, "Um, well, yes. Uh, all right. This is this is what I uh, know how to do. Deal with uh, dead bodies. Uh, just just to be clear, you did not kill these bodies, right? So these were these." These are these are not people you are trying to get. We we have many people to try to bring us people they have killed. Well, not many. We have people who bring us people saying we didn't kill them. Wink, wink, wink. And uh, they want us to dispose of them. They think this temple is way to uh, commit murder without having capital crime. Uh, you are not uh, trying such trick. Correct. No, no, I promise. No, we came from the knowledge uh, clerics. They they sent us here to have these bodies taken care of. Yeah, they we totally didn't kill them. Wink. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, uh, I, I I absolutely promise. I'll. If, do you want to cast a zone of truth? I I I do not uh, know. Zone of my job is preparing bodies for dead. I am not so lucky as to have uh, special abilities uh, gifted to me by Myrtis, but... uh, I can promise you that we did not kill them. We found them, and we want to make sure that they're given a proper burial. Yes, uh, of course, and uh, your name is... uh, Actually, if you fill out these forms, uh, I can handle bodies for you. Fine, yeah, I'll fill out the forms. And he gives you a couple forms, and they're like... Who are these people? How did they die? Who are you? What's your relationship to them? I don't know many of those answers. They're people. I found them in a lake. <laughs> there is no relation. <laughs> uh, is there is there a checkbox for like murdered by magical means? Yeah. There's a there's a drop down. There's like a magical drop down where like you can tap on it with a quill and it's like how do they die? And it's like just a bunch of mundane stuff, and at the end it just says supernatural other. shit. Like <laughs> it says others, please specify. <laughs> other, please. <laughs> so you you go ahead and fill out the forms, and do you put your name? Of course. Do you? What do you put? Chadwick, Hayden, Archibald, Tara, comma the cleric of light. <laughs> Of life, <laughs> you. Uh, hand- I could. I. I should put the cleric of life. Nobody will know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you hand him back the forms, and he goes, um, "Yes, thank you. Um, this is all I need 
do you know their preferred method of burial? Um, no. And do you know a price point for their burial? No. All right. Uh, we will handle it from here. Thank you. Just uh, if you can move them to room off to left, put them each on slab. We will we will handle it from here. I, okay. Um, I must uh, go find someone to clean up this mess. We have quite a backlog of people, but uh, I, I will handle this. I will handle this. Uh, you make all. Thank you for uh, your help. Yeah. Um, um, I'll motion to Reese and see if he can pick them up. Yeah. I mean, Reese can pick them <laughs> up, of course. Right. Reese, would you, would you pick these up? Yeah, but like, I don't know if I trust this guy. I think I think he 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 is fine. I think he's fine. Hold on, I have like a test. No. Do you have any garlic? What did you ask? Do you have any garlic? Was, uh, no, I did not pack any in my lunch today. But uh, the market is probably open. Um, it is two streets over. And okay, like one more question: Do you sleep? No, hold on. Um, tell me about your coffin. I mean bed. <laughs> well, my bed is fairly simple. I do not ask for much. Uh, just need a uh, flat surface and a dark room. I fucking told you, <laughs> Reese. I think that the sooner we can get out of here, the better. Okay, Even that's fine. Vampire. I'm gonna cut my arm again and like hold it towards him. Try this old <laughs> trick. I do not I do not understand you people. You all hear Temple of Death and you think that we are some weird crazy people who put themselves and dress in black and like smoke and darkness and you know, we pander to you and we do that stupid entrance and if I had my way I would get rid of all of that bullshit and just be ourselves. You know, don't pander. Who's coming to the Temple of Death? Do you know how many people have tried to commit uh, suicide inside here because they think it makes them hardcore? <laughs> they are crazy people. I have to bring them back constantly. Please do not harm yourself in front of me. Can you Can you bring these people back? No. Oh, okay. They're they are definitely dead. Okay, I was just making sure. So, like, hold on. You could bring someone back from the dead. Well, not so much bring them back. It's like if you are coming in here and you are trying to, I don't know. If you're like, I want to go meet Myrtis, I'm going to make. You know what, Myrtis? Myrtis may be god of death, but Myrtis does not want you to die now. If Myrtis wanted you dead now, Myrtis would kill you. Yeah, but like, if I if I hit Paleus really hard, you could like make him all healthy again. Reese, I could do that. Well, no, I I probably wouldn't because again, I have no such gift. I would tell someone who reports to me who does have gift. I am I am uh, I am in leadership position, but because I have uh organizational skills, not because I have uh, any special gifts from God. You know, if God wanted me to bring you back to life, God would give me powers to do so. Um, just don't be stupid. And uh, take care of yourself. Love yourself. Myrtis will come for you when it is ready. Myrtis does not need your help. Thank you. Do I look stupid to you? It is not for me to judge. Maybe you are smart for your kind. Here is bandage. Please now, can you move bodies? They are uh, clogging up the entryway, and we have very, very few acolytes right now to help uh, clean up. All right, I'll start, like, pushing them with my feet, like, kicking them along <laughs> in the direction he wants. Uh, Reese, please pick them up. I'm going nice. to cast Levitate on one of the bodies. Okay. And then just, like, push it with my hand. Okay. Hey, Vaughn, that was, like, really cool. Do the rest. <laughs> I, I don't... I think the... Yeah, there's limitations to this spell, and I don't feel like burning any more spell slots, but I definitely relay that to in-game mechanics, so... 
No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'll pick them up. I'll like okay. hold them by the feet as they drag on the ground. Re- no, Reese, please be respectful of these people's. No, it it is okay. To be honest, they are dead. Uh, they are wherever they are probably going to end up. You don't even know their names. It's it will be fine. They, everybody dies. And so, after that, it doesn't really matter what happens to your body. So, if he wants to drag them, I'll power to him. Uh, to be fair, I don't know many people's names. I didn't ask your name. I did that. On, I do it on purpose. Yes, uh, I didn't ask your name. Well, I guess the form I gave you asked your name through transient property. A equals B, B equals C, A equals C. I asked your name. Do I care about your name? No, please just put bodies on slabs in room to the left. <laughs> All right. Reese. I do that. <laughs> I was going to say, how long can we drag this? <laughs> put thing on thing. I mean, just I can keep trying. We we spent like seven minutes in front of that door. <laughs> okay, so you guys you guys put the bodies on the slabs in there. Um, <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Hold on, I need to check for traps. You do recognize there's about ten slabs in this room, as well as some cubbies built into the wall with doors on them. On one of the slabs is Crathius. Stared his body for just a second and have a moment of silence and sadness. Hey, is it like that old vampire? Reese. Yeah, looks like it. He wasn't a vampire. If he was a vampire, wouldn't he be uh, a pile of dust right now? Oh, I don't think that's true. Don't make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> The follow-up Myrtis comes in and goes, Ah, yes, good job. Uh, person one, two, three, four, five. Uh, busy day for me today. Is it all? Can you please leave so. now? Uh, yes. There are too many living people in this building. Sweet. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. May Myrtis uh, ignore you until uh, many years from now. That's my plan. And when Myrtis come to call, may they do so quickly and without pain. Unless, you know, you like pain, then maybe just a little bit of pain. Have a good day. You too. You guys walk back out, back yeah, out to that five, five feet of uh, magical darkness, back out into the sunlight, checked off the end of that quest. Yay, we finally finished that one. What you gonna do now? Uh, I think the next thing that we do is head back to see Dell. Who's that? <laughs> I don't really want to see Dole. Doll, what? Doll's great. <laughs> Out of game, we have to decide what we're going to do anyway. We can yeah. talk about it. We could, though, talk to Cretheus's family and they might give us money. Or we could yeah. talk to other elders. I thought about leaving Cretheus's seal with him, but I think it's a better tool. I don't know how reverent I would be, like, thanks for the help, and then give it back to him. But giving it back to his family is probably a better idea. Also, there might be, like, a reward in the city from killing the goat man. We could just go around and hit up every house. Uh, <laughs> we killed the goat man. Give us money. <laughs> we did it. Give us money. Money, please. I, I, think, I, I think that's probably a better idea. I don't really care. Yeah, I'm cool either way. Let's do Crothius' fan. It's really close here, too. Okay, how are you going to find Crethius' family? Ask people? Oh. oh, yeah. Let's just go talk to somebody. Not a big deal. Oh, you know what we could do? Go back in and talk to the Death Bros and ask them if uh, Crethius' family. Yeah, they really want to talk to us again. Yeah. <laughs> she all but said, kindly get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of you going outside, trying to figure out what to do and going back in. I feel like that's more you guys. It's on brand. <laughs> So, look, who's the leader now, anyway? I'm lost. It was Peleus, now it's Chadwick, or is it Vaughn? Is it me? <laughs> is it? I think you are, Reese. Oh, my God. Where the fuck is Doug? <laughs> 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 it's been like eight episodes, and then <laughs> here's the dog. Doug isn't currently summoned. 
because you did your hawk instead. I, I know. The parrot that exploded. No, I'm reminding Jordan. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> who was looking at his notes, wondering where Doug was. It's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, what did happen to Doug? Hey, Chadwick, have you seen my dog, Doug? I have not. I'm like, my eyes are slowly getting wider, realizing that Reese doesn't know where his dog is, and I thought that he forgot about him. Reese, um, we've talked about this. Remember, just close your eyes and stick your hands out and just think really hard. Imagine Doug being here. All right, I'll, I can do that. Totally. Hold on. Um, do you have your dog summoning cape on? He always has that cape on. The dog talking cloak. Okay. Yes, I'm wearing my dog talking cape. And I'm thinking very hard. I can almost feel him. His cute little feet. <laughs> I'm just like widely staring at Jordan or at uh, I'm widely staring at Paley as like nodding my head like, please, please. <laughs> can I like slowly cast find familiar like just an R like a paw at a time, like yes. slowly form him into his hands? Uh, I I feel him. I swear. I think he just licked me. I'm letting out like a sigh of relief because now our giant lizard, our six foot eight lizard folk barbarian is not about to go on a murdering rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. Jordan, make him, make him poop on him. <laughs> it's like poop in his hands. I'm yes. just going to like lay down over here. I can't believe <laughs> That we got this close to him being that pissed off. Oh, I love you too, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you've got Doug. <laughs> Episode 24, we found Doug. Yeah. Episode 25, we go back inside the temple. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 26, we're still talking to them. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, are you guys going back inside the temple? Now that you have Doug. I will. If they do, I am not. Yeah, I'm going to sit on the ground with Doug while you guys do stuff. Chadwick, do you still have that uh, Crethius seal that he gave us before he passed? I don't really answer. I just reach into the bag that it's in and pull it out and hold it up. Thank you. Um, I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to head back into the the knowledge, or not the knowledge, the Temple of the Death Clerics. Okay. Um, you don't see anyone in the main room. I'm going to head back to the, the body slab autopsy area. Yep. You see the practitioner of Myrtis. Um, is it the, the one that we first met? Yep. Or is it it's a... the one that you met. He looks up. Um, he is holding some. Um, he has one of the bodies open. He is holding the uh, large intestines in his hands. And he goes, oh, well, yes, uh, isn't it wonderful that uh, living people are able to uh, come in whenever they please and talk to you? How can I help you? Um, <laughs> first and foremost, gross. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. uh, I'm going to reverently uh, kind of like bow my head as I walk in and, and say, um, sorry, I hate to bother you. Um, I know that we were just here kind of causing a ruckus. You but... do not hate it enough not to do it, but... Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> he he keeps like pulling out organs, so he's pulled he's pulling out the stomach while you're talking to him. Yeah, I, him I assume. I assuming he wouldn't stop his uh, stuff. Um, did we bring like this is just out of game? Did we bring or uh, we found Crethius's grandson's body? Correct. Yeah, he's one of the four on the table. Okay, so he's one of them. Um, you don't know which one. Oh, okay. well, and you're um, also not a hundred percent sure. You are only using process of elimination that you expected to find him, and you didn't find any other bodies. Do we know what Carthius's, uh like surname is? No. Okay. <laughs> but he still he oh, was okay, an I elder, though. So yeah, yeah. Like other um, people knew who you were talking about when you said Carthius. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm. I don't mean to bother you, but um, we actually would like to talk to. Um, Crethius's family. Um, we're new to this area. We don't know exactly where to go. Um, we have his seal, and we think that um, it'd be best for us to return it to his family. Can you let me know where they reside? Do you think I have Rolodex? Do you think I have uh, 
large book of uh, papers that tells me people's street address and that it is my job to know what that is. I mean, I, I assumed that you would know where he's at um, because he was an elder here. I mean, if you could point me in the right direction, or I guess I could go find it myself. You think it is my job to give you a street address for living person? Well, not living person, he is over there dead, but uh, people who mattered to living person's street address. You think it is my job as practitioner of Temple of Death to help you with living person problem. I'm going to I'm going to say okay cool and I'm just going to turn around and walk out the door. <laughs> yes, of course I can. <laughs> if you can just hold this for me and he's holding out like a liver. I may hand that. He goes, "Very good, very good. Uh, you are not a worthless person." And he Thank you. writes down on a piece of paper a street address. In blood? He's, no. Just a quilt set. And he goes, "Uh Take this. It is in Mountain Heart. Goodbye. Thank you. Yes, of course. One good thing about living people. Do you know who can't say thank you? Corpses. Corpses cannot. Well, I guess if you are a necromancer. I'm, and I'm you slowly backing out laughing like, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but really, reanimated corpse is not talking. It is necromancer talking through reanimated corpse. So, yeah, you understand. Good, goodbye. I'm nodding and, and continuing to back out like I'm walking backwards out the door. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, and as you're doing that, you just hear him, like, slowly leaving. Fade off, like off in the distance. You know, another good thing about the living people is, uh... Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, <laughs> you're back outside. You don't say. <laughs> okay, I, when I get out there, I'm just gonna, like... Okay, I know where we need to go. We One, we are never going back there again. <laughs> I'll tell them, like, you know, we need to head to the Mountain Heart. Um, I guess we can kind of ask somebody else when we get there to give us some better directions. But this is where Carathia's family is at. It says, uh, to Diamond Plaza is the street address. Where did, uh, what's his name live? Belton. Lived at three Diamond Plaza. No. No, it's off of Quartz Road. It was like Emerald or something. Or Belton's house is on the outer layer of the Mountain Heart at the corner of Emerald Avenue and Sapphire Street. Thank you. <laughs> Glad we got that one hammered out. <laughs> I know that answered all of your questions, and you know exactly where to go now because of that information. In the future, someone's going to be like furiously like writing down and drawing this map. Yeah. <laughs> But it will not be me. Not today. They're all going to go start walking, I guess, that way. I mean, you you can if you want. Yeah, where are you going? No, I'm going to sit here. If they're going to start walking away, I'm going to sit here and then dramatically go, how are we going to get into the mountain heart? Oh, I don't know, like, knock? We have Crathia Cecile. Son of a bitch. How'd you, how'd you figure it out? I forgot about the Crathias thing. We, we don't know if that'll get us in anyway. You don't know if it'll get you in. You don't know if it'll get you arrested. Yeah, Let's... but we took it from his dead body. It's fine. <laughs> Heading to the Mountain Heart. Um, there are the guards again at the Mountain Heart. Do we see our buddy Meldek? No, Meldek um, was at the entrance to the outside city okay. proper. You do not have the names of any of the guards to the Mountain Heart or to the cave. You've learned. Very few guards' names. They go to block your passage in. Oh, sorry, sorry, gentlemen. Um, we're here. Um, we're trying to return Crethius' seal uh, to his family. He just recently passed. Uh, you might know that. Yes, uh, it is. Only thing people talking about. Well, besides giant kraken sky. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, it is very sad. We will, we can uh, return this for you. Thank you for returning an uh, important piece of dwarven culture to us. Uh, you are very good outsiders. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to let him uh, take it from you. Like, um, we're going to return it to the family. The family is cloistered. I'm not sure if you have heard. Head of family is dead. 
And when people die, people who love them uh, tend to be sad. And uh, his family is no exception. They are sad. They are uh, not talking to other people. But they thank you for your uh, returning of such important piece of family heritage. We will take that from you now. No, you won't. Uh, we'll return this to them when they're ready. Um, guys, I think I think we should get out of here. Sir, if you do not return it to us, I will have to assume that you uh, did not come by it in uh, the best of means. Crethius is dead of uh, not quite yet explained circumstances, and, well, you have uh, item uh, I doubt is easily obtainable. It makes one wonder if you are unwilling to give it to authorities, if there needs to be investigation. I'm going to come from out of the back and be like, do you know how to do your job? Your job is to stand here and protect people. Your job is not to put me in jail. So first of all, we'll take this and we will return it the moment that we get to see them. Not a moment before then. You don't get to dictate to us when we get to return this and how this gets returned to them. Forgive, sir. So, forgive, sir. You are... Uh... There is no forgiveness. You've been extraordinarily rude to us. So either let us in and go see the family, or we will take this with us. We did not steal it. He gave it to us. You are a foreigner. His personal guard was there. Was She knew that we had it, so you can speak with her. Don't assume that we uh, got it through some ill means, ill-gotten means. You are foreigner, sir. I believe it is best if you... Uh... Return to your home. Uh, you know what? You're right. We'll just go back to Dell, and we'll just take this little thing with us. So thanks. Bye. I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, sir. Uh, and I will turn around and walk. I'd like to speak to your manager. <laughs> <coughs> I didn't say that. Uh, no, I, that's, I was totally waiting for. Can I see your manager? <laughs> cool. I was really worried I was going to have to like cast invisibility on everybody to get this the fuck out of there. Oh, we're not out yet. Let's just be real. <laughs> they don't come after you if you walk away. Yeah, yeah we're walking away. Okay. <laughs> but guess who controls the telepoints? Hmm. So where are you going now? I, I'm headed straight to the telepoint. Yep. We could just like try to jump over the wall or something, right? I don't know that that'll work. If we jump, do we end up landing on our feet on the ceiling? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Because that's inside. That's inside. I know we're not inside yet. You guys make it back through the city to the telepoint without issue. Is the same guy there? Uh, <laughs> yes, Rondus Rondus Bockholm is there, still whittling little uh, creatures. Oh, hello, friends. Uh, enjoyed time and herb. Well, sort of. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is herb. Uh, that is difficult question. Is it great a city? Is it most no. beautiful city? No. Is it oldest city? Maybe. Is it? Uh, <laughs> well, there are so many things herb can be. No one man can define it, sir. Well, we'll have to come back and check it. Uh, could you set up the telepoint to take us back to Armorsmith Landing? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, cool. Let me just see your uh, credentials, of course. Uh, or you may pay fee. We have shiny tattoos. So you show him your tattoos. Wait, are we to assume that uh, Paleus has one? Because he didn't come here with us that way. Paleus does have one. So you show him, he goes, Ah, oh, yes, of course. Uh, VIP travelers may get uh, on. Go ahead. Prepare yourself. Traveling in five. Four, three. Hold on, wait, wait. Yes, sir. And I'm gonna look at uh, I'm gonna look at uh, Vaughn and be like, "Do you have the seal still?" Yeah. Here, just let me put it in my bag of holding. Okay. I uh, hand it to him. I put it in my bag of holding. Very good. Are you ready now, sir? No, I'm ready. Thanks. Sorry. Yes. One last little yeah. counting down again in five, four, three, two, and on two. Um, you guys begin to feel the telepoint. I need each of you to roll a d20. That's not good. Just a, a flat d20? Just a flat d20. Mine's not good. Although I don't know if it's good to be high or low. or. What. I don't know. Vaughn. I got 11. Paleus. 
16. Oh, me too. Reese got a 16. Chad? Six. R.I.P., buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So, you guys feel what normally feels like the beginning of a telepoint. And um, part way through, you don't know why, but you feel a pull. And when you look in the direction of the pull, you see a similar looking crack to the one that has opened up in the sky above you. And as you look at that crack, you begin to be pulled through it instead of the normal direction. And you each lose consciousness. Hello, everyone. This is Jason. I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast or send an email to theruleofcoolpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to Darren and Michael. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by Technical Difficulties. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is the song Orchids by You Bred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold, or at their website, youbredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. going to wake you up one at a time. Rolled Reese to start with, so this is fun. Reese, you are in a loose-fitting shirt and a pair of slacks, sitting in a leather desk chair at the front of a large table in a plain-looking room. To your left is a window that takes up an entire wall that looks out across um, at other rooms across a large open space. If you would look down in the window, you see greenery growing up on the inside of the walls, some trees, and a few terraced gardens inside this building. Eight humans sit around the table, four on your left, four on your right, and opposite you at the other end of the large table is a human male standing next to a bright image on a rectangle hanging on the wall. He looks hopeful and expectant. The image has two items on it. One is green and says, fresh. The other is orange and says, yours. The man looks at you and says, so, director, uh, which one do you want to go with? Am I dead? <laughs> he looks at you a little taken aback and he goes, uh, is, is, there, is there a problem with them, sir? <laughs> this presentation bored me to death. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Krona? No. Uh, um, did did I did I do something wrong, sir? I don't know. Um, where am I? Yes, uh, you are right, sir. You should be. I'm sorry to have let you down. You should be in a meeting of people who have good ideas, and I'm apparently not one. I will go back to the drawing board, and uh, the next time we're here in this meeting, I will have something worth your time, sir. Oh, could you pick, paint me a picture of my dog, Doug? At the drawing board? <laughs> drawing board? <laughs> and you, you, hear a, you hear some whispers around the room, and people are going, a dog, a talking dog named... Good idea. Brilliant idea. Again, as always, sir, we'll get to work on that right away, and all oh, nine of them... You. Get up to leave the room. Oh my god, I'm so smart. Um, roll a religion. Yeah. 
That's a solid three. Sorry. Okay. So, um, answer the door. Um, as the other nine people are filtering out, is a young-looking man. He has a bun, man bun, on the top of his head, revealing an undercut that has been dyed to resemble a pastel rainbow. He comes up and he says, uh, Productive meeting as always, sir, I'm assuming. Uh, your lunch is here. I got it from that new place in town, Wildebeest. It's uh, a new paleo restaurant I thought you'd enjoy. I put it on your desk if you want to go. Uh, you have 30 minutes before your next meeting. I want lunch. And I just get up and start leaving. He goes, okay, cool. And he's walking back with you. Right across from this room is another room. And he goes, uh, it's just right inside there um, on your desk, sir. And... There is a smaller room that has a very big ornate desk, a comfortable chair, um, some bookcases, items you don't recognize on a desk, and uh, a nameplate that says uh, Reese, Director of New Product Development. Your lunch is sitting on the desk. Reese walks in and he's about to sit down and then he's like, oh, pants and takes off his pants. <laughs> and then he sits down and opens his lunch. The The man closes the door behind you like it's not a big deal. And we'll go on to the next person while you're sitting in front of your lunch. The next person is going to be Peleus. Peleus, you blink and find yourself shaking the hand of a smartly dressed woman. Her handshake is firm, authoritative, but not overbearing. Um, she says, you know... I'll admit, I didn't come here today with an open mind, but I'm glad you're so good at your job. I just need to run this contract uh, past legal, which should just be a formality at this point if between you and me. And I'll get the signed copy over to you before the weekend. Sound good? Uh, th that, that sounds lovely, miss. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, f fantastic, fantastic. Once again, great, great job. She uh, pulls her hand out of the handshake, puts a light jacket on, grabs her bag of sort and walks away towards a set of four closed metal openings presses a button near one gets inside it makes a dinging noise and closes behind her an older male claps his hand on your shoulder and um starts leading you a little bit you know how people will push on your shoulder when they're trying to direct you while walking back towards a smaller glass room with a desk chair and odd equipment in it and he goes you know what paleus Great job in there. Keep this up. And not only will you be happy with your bonus at the end of the year, <laughs> but you'll be fast tracked for another promotion. I've got big hopes for you, son. And um, he leaves you in front of a door to this glass room that says Paleus, Junior Vice President of End to End Delivery Sales. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Next person, Vaughn, you blink and you're in a small room with no windows. On one wall is a list of numbers in common with buttons next to them and an image at the top that changes to a different number slowly. The numbers with the buttons go B2, B1, star, and then the numbers 1 through 20. Currently, the number at the top says 8. In your hands is a thin rectangle object made of uh, what you think is metal. Um, you're not quite sure what other materials are in there. A note is stuck to the top of it. The note says, Thad, 12th floor, cube 27. You can hear some very quiet, banal music playing from an unseen location in this small room. Um, as you're waiting, it eventually changes to, say, 10. And... One wall of the small room slides open, revealing a larger room outside of it. A young human woman is standing on the other side of the wall as it opens and gestures for you to leave and then waits patiently to see what you'll do. I vomit. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually vomit? Yeah, I, I've. it's well established that Vaughn does not like teleporting, so I'm going to say that this time I'm actually going to be sick. She... Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to, like, grab the doorway and, and just vomit on the floor. Do you stay in the small room or do you exit to the larger room? I think I think uh, Vaughn's probably going to be overwhelmed 
the room is spinning for him, he's going to vomit and then just kind of like fall to his like knees or whatnot and like hold himself up. Okay. She stares at you and the wall just slowly closes again on you in this room. I will say, good job doing what I didn't have written because <laughs> I had written, regardless of what he does, she gets in. But I think that's the one scenario she wouldn't do that. So <laughs> She just steps in like, I, I'm not going to be fucking yeah. late to lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> so you are on the floor, vomit pile next to you. The rectangle is still in your hands with the note and the wall has closed back on you. The number is not changing. It is stuck on 10. We'll go to the final person. Chad, your vision comes into focus and you're staring at a box filled with light. On the box are words and numbers. You understand them to be common. You don't understand their meaning. Your hand rests on a small object connected by a spring string of some sorts to the box. The chair you're sitting in is uncomfortable. One arm is lower than the other and it keeps leaning back a little too far. You lean back in it by accident, and it feels like you're going to fall over, but you don't. A tall, thin human female uh, with her hair pulled back into a tight ponytail is talking to you, and she says, so we really need you, uh, we really need these KPIs right now to fully highlight how we're leveraging our core competencies to deliver competitive advantage. The numbers will help get the buy-in required to break this out from our silo and enhance the synergies across the business units. And I know this is outside your wheelhouse, but you're the only subject matter expert able to utilize the platform. And we're, we're using this opportunity to empower you as well. So if you're, if you just lean in a bit, we really think this can help your personal growth and help move the needle and get us back in the black. Uh, this cross-functional team is on the uh, bleeding edge with this idea. There are lots of moving parts, so we just need your cog in the machine to be well-oiled. Or this won't scale and we won't capitalize on the efficiencies we're projecting. <laughs> Best practice is to have this automated, of course, and this is in the long-term plan. So for now, if you can buckle down and think outside the box on how we can support this until we get our ducks in a row, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> so when do you think you can have this to us? Well, um, you've said a lot of words I don't understand, but I'm going to say today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just make it work. You're a make it work doer. I know. I know that about you. You're the best. Huh? Thanks. You too. Go ahead and roll religion. I was prepared. <laughs> oh, I was not prepared. A 13. Okay. So with a 13... After you said that and she leaves your desk, you hear in your head, good job, buddy. Just uh, hang in there. Look look to your left. I look left. Left, there is a man sitting uh, pretty close to you with a similar setup, a box with lights in it. And he looks over at you. He's got, he's fairly normal looking, in shape. He's got uh, generic blonde hair. And uh, he looks over at you and he says, uh, they're really uh, coming down on you hard with this project, aren't they? <laughs> Bunch of ball busters. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. And um, he, goes to, he goes to grab a binder from a drawer in his desk. And you see on the binder is the symbol of a candle in front of a cave. Ooh, that intrigues me. He goes, uh, keep it up. Keep it. Five o'clock is coming eventually, right, brother? Amen. Amen to that. Or actually, hold on, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. I probably would have been like, doll be praised. He goes, uh, doll be praised indeed. How, you know, I have sat next to you for going on three. How did I not know after three years that you... Or a follower of Dole. I don't know. I obviously don't talk about it too much. Oh, yeah. I understand. I understand. Other people aren't as understanding about things. You know, they say, uh, they say cult like it's a bad thing. Oh, yeah, that's not a cult. (laughs) (laughs) 
If it was a cult, would I would I wouldn't I be talking about it to everybody? Exactly. It's not a cult. It's just a gathering of people who have a common goal. And you know, we're not like Scientologists with their thetons. You know, we know that it's really just bad karmic energy you need to get out of your life by uh, shining a candle on your problems and uh, just going into the cave that is your mind and coming out a clean, fresh man. Absolutely, brother. You know, I haven't seen you at any of our gatherings. Yeah, brah, I haven't seen you at any of our gatherings, but... uh... More formally, it can be brother. It's fine. Okay, okay, my bad. We're obviously at work. I'm going to be very formal at work. Yeah, you know, uh, will I see you for the uh, for the ceremony this weekend? Hmm. I can't remember what we're talking. I can't remember uh, what ceremony that would be. Oh, well, you know, the uh, just monthly reinvigoration of our faith where we uh, just, uh, you know, drive out to the countryside Start a big bonfire, you know, take some aids to help open our minds and, uh, you know, just let let ourselves be, you know, you know take our inner caves and uh, let them just be out in the open for a weekend. You know, as fun as that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I can't even get the, the line I have. As fun as that sounds. <laughs> I think I'm going to spend the weekend at home exploring my own inner cave. <laughs> yes, huh? You know, I had a girlfriend once who uh told me she wanted to explore a cave by herself, but really she just broke up with me. <clears throat> oh god. Well, I promise I'm not doing that. I'm just really in exploration. You know what? I feel closer to you than I ever have, Chad. I feel the same way. Um what's your name again? He's he's got a little nameplate by his desk hanging on the wall that says uh, Thad. <laughs> With a Thad. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel so close to you, Thad. Yeah. You know, doll doll do that. You know, uh on the weekends, you know, with the mind opening, I hear uh I hear doll sometimes and uh man, it's just so good to be some part of something bigger than yourself, right? It is. It is. Well, I guess I get it better get back to work, and you gotta get working on those KPIs, man. Absolutely. Hey, that uh, that binder you have, is that anything, like, you could pass along? Is this? Oh, I just got this at the uh, gift store at the temple, you know. Oh, uh, so that, that's got nothing in it? I mean, it's got uh, notes on the basic layout of the uh, infrastructure, um, you know, generic quarries and, uh, you know, it's just some, just some of the weirder parts of the language, but yeah, you know boring. all of that, you right? You're it. a senior version of me. Of course. Of course. I'm just a junior. You're a senior. So like, I mean, you don't need this binder. No, I don't. You're right. I got it all up here. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great symbol though. I, I like to get all of my random items at the uh, gift store. Uh, Doll be with you. Doll be with you too. And you hear another, you hear the voice in your head again that says, uh, good job, go find your friend. It's funny to see okay, him poking the screen. Phone. That's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything, though. Um, you can't hear second. us? You turned your phone all the way down, remember? God damn it. He can't hear you. <laughs> he can't read my lips. Is that hold music? Yep. Hold music. Boom, boom, boom. Hold music. Hold music. Should we just do this entirely by mime?
<laughs> yeah, we have to pantomime everything, and Jordan has to interpret what we say. Jordan! I don't think yelling louder is going to work. <laughs> Do you try that with deaf people? <laughs> no. I'm going to go get cookies while I wait. Yeah, deaf people just aren't listening hard enough. What if he drops calls and can't get back in on anything? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, don't know the Jordan word for calling Tom. in Spanish. Contigo. Yes! Oh, I can hear contigo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> contigo. You got contigo. the very tail end of me saying of me doing very broken Spanish. Oh, now it's just Alexa. We're despacito okay. to please start our session now. Now. Whoa. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. No echo? No echo. No echo? Woo! Okay. We're back yes. to business. All right. Okay. Goddamn. <laughs> we did it. We slayed the tech issues. Now, here's the thing. The three of us are now level six, but you're still level five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. My headset died. All right. Does somebody want to speak for me real quick? No. Okay. <laughs> nope. Can't hear you yet. Mama, I just could hear you guys. Turn it back off. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Hold on, Mama, wait. I got Dallas, I got Dallas. <laughs> I like million dollar deals. It's not been. It's on Sunday. And thrown it long. That's the mashup people need. Mama! <laughs> Cardi and Queen. 